Welcome to This Girl Puts Out. I'm your host, Carm Macaretta, and I interview real women with real stories about real life stuff. I'm inviting you to laugh, cry, and connect with my guests as they share some of their most impactful life experiences, from their brightest moments to their darkest hours. For more stories and an opportunity to share your own, visit me at thisgirlputsout.com. Well, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on This Girl Puts Out podcast number three. Um, I wanted to say thank you before we get started for everyone's patience and keeping with me as I figure out the tech end of recording a podcast all by myself. Um, I am learning and I promise you uh, the audio is getting better and it will continue to improve. So thank you everyone for sticking with me. I appreciate it. Um, Today I have another fascinating young woman with me who is going to share um, her journey into entrepreneurship with us as well as some personal stuff along the way. Please welcome my friend Chelsea. Chelsea, thank you for taking time out of your Saturday morning to do this with me. Um, I think you have a lot to share with my audience and I really appreciate you being here. So um, are you ready to go? I'm ready, Carm. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. So um, just tell, tell us a little bit about yourself so we know who you are. Um, Okay, so I'm Chelsea Sears. I'm the owner and photographer for Chelsea Modern Images uh, in Lewiston, New York. I I have a family. I have three kids, um, an 11-year-old, Ethan, um, an almost 8-year-old, Fiona, and 4-year-old, Lucy, um, and two dogs, I, uh, Piper and Lola right now. Um, We always have at least two dogs here, so it's you know, really chaotic with the kids and dogs running around. We like it to be really messy, like all the time. So um, we try to make sure there's many living things in the house. Um, And my husband, Victor, um, we're hitting our 20th anniversary this year. So um, we've been, you know, living in in chaos together for a long time now. So so, uh, right now we're social distancing. So I have been stuck in this crazy house and it's been a lot of fun, but Carmen, as you know, I am uh, locked in my car right now. (laughs) So I have a little peace and quiet and uh, so we can talk hopefully without interruption, but I can't guarantee anything because uh, I do have one kid who is very sad that I have left her company to sit in the driveway for a couple of minutes. So (laughs) that is so funny. These are definitely interesting times and uh, you know, we're all trying to make the best of it, but I thank you for, uh, especially during this time uh, for doing this with me and uh, congratulations on being able to handle chaos because I am not that girl at all. (laughs) So, um, and you handle it very well from what I can see. so what can you tell us about, um, you know, just give us a, a briefing on, on your business. Well, I'm a fine art photographer. Um, I specialize in portraiture. Um, so um, mainly children, family, um, you know, family-related events, um, weddings. And um, I also do a lot of business and branding photography as well, which um, is a little different than uh, traditional portraiture. But um, when I was in school for photography, I leaned toward advertising as um, a career choice. So I've always kind of loved that 
that branding aspect and um, it kind of, you know, adds a, a different element to what I do with the portraiture and, and um, keeps things a little bit interesting. So, and I do some architecture and real estate photography too. Those are my like quiet moments, um, you know, with um, when you have events and children and things, it's, it's a lot of fun, but you, you know, those quiet empty houses are really nice mm -hmm. to kind of plop into the middle of my week there. Mm -hmm. Um uh, and my studio is right in the village of Lewiston, and um, I hit my four-year mark there recently. So it's kind of a kind of a big deal. So yeah. thinking, you know, we'll do something to celebrate it at some point once uh, we're back up and running. So awesome! That's great. Congratulations, Chelsea. Um, you you went to school for for photography and fine arts mm -hmm. so so this is this is what you plan to do as you know as a young woman growing up it is it is it absolutely is um when i was in i think junior high school i started you know i had a cheap little camera and would take pictures of my friends everywhere we were um i have thousands of pictures from you know high school and um I just enjoyed it. I, I liked capturing moments and, um, you know, I started out as a, a high school freshman taking photography courses, the black and white um, basis, basics of exposure. And by the time I was a junior and senior, they were creating classes for me because that's really all I wanted to do. So I had um, kind of a laser focus on photography for a really long time so that's that's awesome because you know I mean very few of us I think actually develop our you know develop a career out of what our passions were when we were young you know um, mm -hmm. because there's so many other things that either get in the way or that change and you know uh, financial issues come into play and uh, so it's just awesome that this has been your dream and and here you are um i'm so i'm so happy for you i'm a little jealous yeah. <laughs> well but, to be honest it took, uh -huh. it took a long time it um i had that dream but it mm -hmm. took me um you know i would say about 15 years to really be able to work mm -hmm. full-time in my field mm -hmm. too so mm -hmm. um even with a laser focus um you know kind of going through my career going over it with myself, I was thinking how um, you, you, you have to persevere and you have to be able to be flexible and change your game plan a little bit to be able to kind of like fully realize your dreams because you're going to hit those obstacles along the way and um, you have to just not give up, yeah. you know? So you were, you know, you, you obviously didn't jump into business for yourself right away. You had some, some jobs working for other people. And yes. uh, what, what, what was that like? Well, um, when I was in college, I was really immersed in that fine art program. Um, I was the lab assistant. So the perk to that, you're like mixing chemistry and stuff. It can be like parts of the job are like god awful, but you get the key to the kingdom. You get to work in the lab like as much as you want. So I was there morning, noon, and night. Um, senior year, I won a lot of awards. Um, kind of was ready to just jump in. Um, I wanted to be a creative director. And I graduated from Buff State in 2001. 
and there was a recession. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I went on several interviews. I had a few people literally laugh at me and tell me they had artists with 30 years experience who would take minimum wage or less than minimum wage if they paid them under the table wow. because no one was working. So, you know, you're in your early 20s. You're just out of school. You had all these hopes and dreams. And I think it really... I think for a while it really got to me. I thought, oh, well, I can't do this, you know? Mm. So you do the, what you can to pay your bills. Um, my husband, we had gotten married our junior year, and um, he graduated from engineering school, and we were very fortunate that he was offered a job right out of school um, from the company that he interned with. And mm. he, he is, by the way, still with that company. So it's, we, we were very fortunate um, in that regard. So I started, you know, we're in Buffalo, we don't have a support system here. So I started taking temp jobs. And again, like going through my history, I thought, oh, do I even want to mention that I was a temp? It's, you know, at, at the time, it felt, you know, you had these big dreams, and you're, you're, you're a temporary employee. Sure. But I, I think it really, I think everything you do in life does happen for a reason. And I can walk into a room full of strangers and I am very comfortable approaching them, getting them to smile, you know, interacting mm -hmm. with people that I have never met before. Um, I can walk into a new environment, assess the situation, get my lighting right, you know, get the right equipment out because you know, in those temporary jobs, you might only have a few days that you have to go in and it was administrative, it wasn't photography, mm -hmm. but you have to perform and you have to connect with people and you have to work with a lot of different personalities and you have to adapt mm -hmm. very quickly. Um, so I am, you know, all said and done, really grateful that I had, I had done that sure. because I think it, it, it I'm, it, I'm definitely more confident in a, unknown environment now because of it. Um, and that those temporary jobs, um, I was working for um, a company called Robert Half International. And that gave me an opportunity to work for them directly mm -hmm. because I was one of their favorite temporary employees. So when they had a full-time position open, um, that, was, uh, that was offered to me. So um, I worked there for over five years. Um, I worked with some incredible people. And uh, they let me do some little creative things, you know, but it was, it was mostly administrative. There was some, you know, recruiting involved because it is a recruiting firm. Um, you know, I helped out with internal hiring and all of that. And it was great experience. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say maybe two years in, I had a coworker who had her first baby and um, she and her husband, we were all friends in the office. You know, we were young people, not, they were the first ones to have children. And when she was a toddler, they said, well, you're a photographer. Why don't we do like a photo shoot? And uh, you know, I thought, Oh, that'd be great. You know, I love this, this little girl, little Cecilia. And um so we went off one day after work, it was like the golden hour, and went to a park, and I sat down with their baby, and for about an hour, I took 
you know, beautiful portraits of her. And I had never done that before on that level. I had always, you know, I had loved photographing children. They're so natural and happy and, you know, just beautiful. The camera just loves children. But um, that was the first time I did a full-blown professional shoot of a child. And I just fell in love with it. I mean, I loved every minute of that shoot. I still, I have those pictures of, she was just this like beautiful, you know, those chubby toddlers with like the wrists. It looks like they have the rubber band around their wrists because they're so like chunky. It, It opened up a whole new world for me. And from that moment on, I knew that's what I wanted to do with my training. Wow. Wow. That was a, that was a moment for you. Yeah, it really, it really was. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it helped me kind of transition out of what I thought was meant to be into not only like what I could make happen, but what I, you know, when you, when you grow and change, sometimes something else will suit your lifestyle a little differently. And that was a a goal that worked with me Mm -hmm. at that time in my life, you know, a lot better than, you know, I want to jump in and be a creative director and um, have more of a corporate um, job associated with my fine art. Um, So, so, um, so there's this moment where you, you realize this is what I want to do. I found, I really, really found a niche within my passion. Um, so how did you segue though? You know, I mean, there's never a perfect time when you're starting your own business, right? <laughs> never. never. So at some point you had to decide, you had to jump, right? I did. Well, yeah, I, I worked, you know, a full-time, you know, day job, um, mm-hmm right up until I had my son, he's 11 now, um, Mm -hmm. and was able to work, you know, nights, weekends with photography. And um, then when I had my son and when I had Fiona, um, I did make the decision to stay home with them. Um, And, you know, it was nice because then at that point I could genuinely focus both on my family and on photography you know photography became my title my my only title at that Mm -hmm. point um but it wasn't until I had Lucy and again talk about like not great timing Mm -hmm. when you have three little kids you know Mm -hmm. and then you go okay now I want to work full-time it's it's not ideal, but you know kind of internally what you need, mm-hmm. um, and I, I needed that at that time. I had been, you know, home during the day for so long, and um, I, I, I just really wanted to dig in, so I started looking for studio space. Um, I knew I wanted Lewiston. Our little town is just, it's beautiful. It's walkable. It's... Um, approachable. It just has such a, just a great vibe. So um, I started looking on Center Street, which anyone who's familiar with Lewiston, it's, it's the main drag. And I wasn't finding exactly the right space. It was taking my time. Mm -hmm. And one day I saw an ad for the Red Brick Schoolhouse. So that's the mayor's offices downstairs. And it used to be the Lewiston school. Um, and it it was converted to offices years ago. Um, 
so they had this really raw space upstairs. And when I saw my studio space, I knew what every inch of that studio mm. was going to look like. <laughs> like wow. I just knew it had these tall ceilings and this beautiful natural light. Mm. And it was just a photographer's dream. So it was not ideal timing, <laughs> but I said this, it is ideal timing. This is, this is where I need to be. The time is right. I found it and it's time to make it happen. So that's what we did. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me how even though, you know, your life was chaotic, I mean, let's not kid here, having three small <laughs> kids is, is, you know, it's tough. It's tough. And I, I know at times in my life, I mean, I have, I have one child, but at times when I, I, you know, recall when he was young, I mean, there were, there's moments where your life is so chaotic, you really can't think. Well, you can't think about yourself and you can't think about what you really want and you can't think about what you really need, you know? So, I mean, I, exactly. recall, I recall times not even being able to make simple decisions, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so here in the middle of this, this chaos, you are, you know, you're following your gut pretty much, right? I mean, that exactly. sounds, sounds like it was leading you a lot. You kind of knew you had to do something and you were able to to weed through all the chaos and look at that space and say yes this is it yes it's time so I think that's absolutely great. that's great you really know how to get in touch and listen to yourself and that's that's hard in the middle of a of, of chaos so um so you had some obstacles with you know finding space and you know where you know I'm sure that you were fearful of of failure like we all are and fearful of yeah the money not being there. Um, any other, you know, fears, failures, obstacles that, that you recall in those early days? Well, that was, that was, that was mostly it where, um, when you first open a business or you, you grow it, you know, where you have your brick and mortar, um, you're then, you know, you're increasing your expense, you're putting yourself out there, right? Which I think that, for me, and I think maybe for a lot of women, um, mm -hmm. is the harder part where you feel vulnerable, you feel exposed. And then if it doesn't work, it's more public that you did not, you, you didn't see your dream through, you know, you, you failed basically. So um, you want to make money, but you also, you want to make it work. You want to, mm -hmm. you, you want it to succeed. So I was so excited and had a grand opening and a ribbon cutting and you, ha you know, not only are those things like exciting, but you have to kind of have them when you're opening a business to get that exposure. Mm -hmm. but it's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're like, you know, it's a whole, like, if you build it, will they come? And, uh, I had a nice book of business, um, but it was spread out. Um, I even have a lot of clients still in Syracuse um, and, you know, a lot of clients in Buffalo and Amherst and the South Towns. So I, my smallest book of business was in Lewiston at the time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, will my clients travel here? You know, I do still do outdoor shoots and things, but it, you know, when you have that space, um, so I just kind of kept my head down stayed focused and mm -hmm. um, tried to um, just keep my eyes on the prize. Um, and I tried to, there's a lot of competitors in my field. Um, yeah, and I'm so sure there are a lot of fields like that, you know? Yeah, especially uh, recently. 
Mm -hmm. photographers big time well and I've I've been in photography long enough where I've seen kind of an awesome transition I mean awesome when I was in school it was 10 to 1 men to women in photography and no offense to male photographers because every photographer I have met has been incredible in one way or another, you know, and I'm not putting mm-hmm. down the men in the industry. Sure. However, it is, it has changed and it is a woman dominated industry now. I mean, almost overnight it happened. It's, it's incredible. And the, the way people compose imagery now for commercial photography is mm-hmm. so much more artistic and so much more creative and there are trends within the the industry and it's it's kind of incredible but um that's very distracting too because if you you always have to be authentic and i think this can ring true for like any industry you have to stick to you to your gut to your brand right and um not be so distracted by oh you know so-and-so is doing this. Oh, they're so amazing. Oh, I wish I could do that. You know, I didn't do that set or I don't um, offer this particular thing. Maybe I should. You have to kind of stay true to yourself and find a way to um, applaud your competitors Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, stay on top of the trends without um, losing yourself. So rising above the noise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Especially now with, um, I mean, everybody's life and business and everything is is displayed on the internet, right? So, I mean, I can, get on, I can get on the internet right now and find 10 other people who are doing what I'm doing and instantly like, you know, go, oh my God, I, I, I'm behind or I, I need to get on yep. that. It's very distracting. So good, good piece of advice there, staying true to yourself. And, and it's difficult, but um, your work is, your work's, is just absolutely gorgeous, Chelsea. You're you're so um, you're so talented, and uh, yeah, I I can't wait for our listeners to hopefully hopefully check you out um, because yeah. I see I see you in your work. I don't just you know what I mean. And it could be because I know you, but I definitely <laughs> I definitely see. Um, something beyond, you know, standard photography. Um, and you know, that's with, with my eyes. So, and I think that probably comes through to everyone. So, um, so now here you are full time, uh, a success and you doing what you love managing your family. And <laughs> I mean, how are you doing? Are you, you handling everything? Is it, is it too much? Are you, you know, are you on the edge? How's it going? Uh, that makes me laugh because it's, um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I'm, a, I'm like the hot mess mom. That's how I feel like all the time. I've got coffee stains on everything and um, <laughs> I'm always like running behind and forgetting to like, I don't know, eat or match my shoes or something. You know what I mean? It's just goofy stuff. And um, with three kids, no matter how late you stay up to prepare for the next day, there's something is going to happen that you did not prepare for. So, you know, I'm just kind of rolling with the punches right now. Good um, for you. I drink a lot of coffee. I don't get a lot of sleep. And uh, I, I swear more than I should sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
but um, uh, I, I think when when I feel like it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. um, I have a few a few very close friends in my life that are like my touchstones, and mm-hmm. then I have a really great network of women, other moms at the school, like yourself, and um, um, a lot of my clients um, will be doing a shoot and we'll have a quiet moment and I can sense when another mom is having a bad day or, ha- you know, overwhelmed and we just talk it out and, um, you know, they keep me sane. I keep them sane and, um, I don't know, I think having that, being able to see that everyone struggles, you know, and that everyone has good days and bad days and no one's perfect, um, helps keep you going. And, you know, and I, I am able to say, um, like that I am hand, you know, handling it all, Mm -hmm. um, regardless of, you know, I try, I try not to qualify it and say, well, I'm not doing a good job. Well, I'm, getting it done. And I think that that's something we have to applaud ourselves for, whether it's perfect or not. Um, right. Whether it's whether, going to be perfect, right? Right. Right. And if it has a coffee stain, it's okay. <laughs> as long as it's not on a print. Right. You know, it's, right. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, you know, the older we get, the wiser we are. And, you know, we, we're, tend to be a little gentler on ourselves the older we get. So that is one of the, the perks of, of getting older. And um, yeah, you seem to, you seem to handle it all, all very well. Um, so we can just um, go back to your art for a second. Um, uh-huh. You know, you're talking about authenticity and um, I don't know, is there, I think, I, I think I just answered my own question. I was going to ask you, you know, what is your secret sauce? What makes you different? And I think it might be that your authenticity really does come through in your work. Um, is there something else that you consciously do to stand out or is it just just being you and, you know, doing your craft the way Chelsea does it? Well, I just got goosebumps. because <laughs> That's honestly the biggest compliment. I think most artists could have is that's what you want. I want me to shine through. I want to be as authentic as I can, as much as I can. And, um, that, that is really important to me. Um, I, you know, with portraiture, so you specialize in people, Mm. but I always say like, I love people. Um, I love the company of pretty much everyone that I meet. So, I think my process is, you know, having a conversation, gaining a little of their perspective, understanding them a little bit. Um, so I can capture them a little deeper when I'm shooting them. Um, I feel like my work is all about connection. Um, great yes. photography has connection in it as well. Um, but also, I mean, there's that he, that human connection. I feel like that's, I try to make it come out in their pictures, but I want them to feel that as well when they're in the moment. I, I want to make it a really fun and personal experience when people come to me. So, um, and I, the other 
thing I think that I do that maybe is a little bit different. Um, I'm not a very rigid person. Mm. So I cut people slack in their shoots in the sense that if someone has to be a few minutes late so that they can be happy and calm or their baby has enough sleep or they have been able to feed their children, it's going to be so much better. You know, if we have to take 10 extra minutes to get those extra shots, it's going to be that much better. I try to just, you know, it's a relaxed approach. I I just, I don't want it to be stressful. I don't want it to be Mm. miserable. It, It should be... Uh, you know, an experience, a good experience um, for the family, for the individual, you know, not those like JC Penny sure. portraits that were torture when we were kids. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is really, um, that is really special because you're really making sure that, you know, your client gets the most out of it in terms of, you know, um, how they're going to come through, you know, you're really helping them get, get the most out of their shoot and, and the most out of, you know, what they're asking you to do. And I think that's awesome. That's great. Your world is pretty techie though. Um, it is. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we all know, you know, a little bit about the journey of photography, but I know with the internet and the way technology has, has changed over the years in general, it, it must be a little hard to keep up. Um, you know, I see all kinds of things of, of, about photography online, and I, I can't even get my pictures off my computer. So, <laughs> so I can imagine what, it, what it's like for you. Um, do you, I mean, how do you stay on top of all that, I guess? Well, um, I was very fortunate. Uh, you know, I was, I was in college in the late 90s. So... It was such a transitional period Mm -hmm. for photography. I mean, photography is always in flux. It's just so technical to begin with that there's always the latest. But that was, you know, that was the last hurrah for film when I was in school. So I was extremely fortunate that my main college professor, Les Crims, who is an amazing amazing photographer and artist um he this this guy can do anything but he was super patient as a teacher Mm -hmm. and he would teach you know he he wanted us to be perfect when it came to exposure when it came to the basics of photography um and he would, <laughs> when you were like a junior and you wanted to mm. jump, you know, jump through and do something um, a lot more complicated, he would take you aside, slow you down. You have to start from the beginning and work your way. You know what I mean? You have to do all the steps. You can't skip any steps. So he was great with the basics, but he also was just very progressive. So we, he fought very hard to get, um, what was at the time very expensive equipment. We had Macs. All of us had Macs. Um, And we had very high-end scanners to scan film. And from the beginning of my program, we were learning uh, Photoshop. Mm -hmm. And we were working with Photoshop morning, noon, and night. 
So even though the digital cameras then were, they were not really available to the public, Mm -hmm. um, the idea of having your photo on the screen and being able to manipulate it was something that I had right from the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I know at that, at that time, not everyone had that. Mm -hmm. Um, But because of that, we, we were taught right from the beginning, this is going to be expensive. (laughs) This is going to change every year. You're going to always going to have new software to learn. You're always going to have to upgrade your equipment and you know, you're going to have to upgrade your cameras. Um, So it is daunting at times, but it's one of those things that right from the start, you know that you're mm-hmm. going to have to put a lot of work into. And um, I'm happy to say that I'm fairly tech savvy because of it. And um, Photoshop, I'm lucky that it's still you know, a leading software in my field. Um, I just have to get the latest version and learn all their new tricks. And, you know, um, and now it's a good time to be a photographer too, because there's so many different methods. There's all different online tutorials. Um, There's still um, like trade magazines that Uh I read all the time. And you you get little, you pick up a little tip here and there, and you just kind of hone your skills all the time. Um, I would say my biggest downfall is the social media aspect of it. Um, I'm social and I'm tech savvy, but for some reason, I'm not as good at keeping up with social media as, as a lot of people are in my field. Um, you mean for, I your, think for your business? For my business, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I think maybe that's where, I, you know, when I come home at the end of the day, uh, you know, you've got the family and you're kind of, you're out of work mode. And I think maybe that's, that's when a lot of people are kind of updating those things online. So someday, Carm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one of the challenges of, of, you know, having your own business, right. And being a one woman show. I mean, there are pieces of it that you're not always going to get to, you know, but um, yeah. And I think, Unfortunately for businesses, I think social media is a, is a necessity at this point, but I do see, I, I think if, if you look, uh, I do see, you know, there are businesses that don't do it at all and yeah. still do very well because of the, the human part of it, the human connection part of it. So, so um, yeah, well, social media will still be there, so don't worry. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what I figure. Isn't it funny that Photoshop has become a verb? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things yeah, I'm are... just going to Photoshop that. Exactly. So, people ask you to Photoshop things that you cannot do, and it's it's always like a little running joke with photographers. Yeah. They're always like, can you just, you know, change the entirety of this picture? And you're like, I cannot. Oh, <laughs> There's so only funny. so much we can change with it, but um, Yeah. So what's, what's coming for you? Is there anything um, you can share with us about, you know, what's coming for, for Chelsea Modern Images? Well, um, basically, you know that, um, that right now while we're talking, um, we're under quarantine right now. Um, we're under New York State pause, and um, photography is a non-essential business. So it's never fun to hear. Nope. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, artists love a challenge. And uh, so I've been 
working with my three built-in models and <laughs> we've been doing a couple different series um, that I'm going to be sharing um, over the course of like the next few weeks. I do have some of the girls that I'll be sharing this weekend actually over social media and um, it's, it's kind of been fun, I will say. Um, the girls rented costumes and uh, they're very modely. They're at that age. Um, <laughs> And, um, you know, I've, I've seen them since the moment they were born. So I know their angles and we've been doing some just really interesting things, some beautiful portraits. So that's one. And the other, um, I've been going through my archives and my fine art photos from college, um, that have never been online. They've never mm -hmm. been shown. No one's really seen them unless they went to, you know, my gallery openings in like 2001. Um, I have been revisiting them and I'm going to be scanning and working on them, um, updating if I need to. And I'm thinking about having an actual in-person gallery show Woo! once once the world is back to normal and everyone is healthy and people can you know mingle again so oh, very so excited fun. about that yes that is super <laughs> exciting oh my gosh um yeah I can't wait to see that come to fruition for you so we're getting ready to wrap up but I just wanted to ask you two more questions um yeah you know, that, that, you know, people can feed off of your brain for a minute. If uh, mm -hmm. you could tell us um, <clears throat> what, what are you most proud of? What, what did you do especially right in your business? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is the hard question. And I don't know if it's just me personally, or again, like I mm -hmm. always think of the context of like women in business where, the word proud is so, you're like, oh, geez, me, I'm, you know, <laughs> I've, mm -hmm. I've done nothing special, you know, and it's sure. like, okay, you know, get out, get out of that and think about, you know, what you're proud of. And um, I, I am very fortunate in the sense that I, I get to be a little bit immortalized in my work. Um, so, you know, all artists are, are proud of that. They, we, there's a finished piece that stays with the world and should hopefully be here for a long time. Um, wow. It just gave me chills. <laughs> well, it's kind of neat. You don't think about it as you're doing it, but it is mm -hmm. really remarkable. And especially in print, when my work is in print, which happens so infrequently nowadays, um, that is a, it's a piece of my soul it's a piece of my art and it is going to be a piece of history someday you know I mean this is so how we piece our history together is through photographs and um, I get to do that for my family I get to do that for my kids school which is one of my favorite things to do with my time I volunteer with the school a lot and I try to offer my services basically all the time they're probably sick of seeing me with my camera but um you know I I like to be able to offer something a little different to the school right you know yeah. so that they um first of all don't have to waste the money on it when they have a talented person at the school who can do it for them. But secondly, you know, it's something nice for the parents and, and the teachers and the kids. Um, Absolutely. 
but then I think about some of the families that I've done pictures for and you know, you're proud of that work because it's beautiful and it's fun and it, you know, it, it's important to them. But some of them, I've taken photos that are someone's last photo with a person, you know, um, mm -hmm. I've taken photos that are the first photo of a new person. And so there's this level of, I, I get to help people with their family history um and make it beautiful too so what a what a privilege what an honor it really it really is it it's it it's meaningful every single time mm -hmm. you know and uh i'm just so it makes me so happy to be able to do that for people wow that's amazing um Chelsea, what, what piece of advice would you offer for a woman, a woman starting out um, in business, you know, from those early days, what, what do you think would be a valuable little pearl to pass on? Uh, trust your instincts um, easily because not everyone knows what they want to do from a young age. And that's, that's fine. I mean, you should definitely know those instincts and say, well, I still need to explore, you know, it's trust mm -hmm. your instincts with everything. When I wanted to major in fine art photography, um, before I went away to school, my father sat me down. I was 17 and he had the starving artist conversation with me. Mm -hmm. um, and my father, has, he's, he's one of my biggest cheerleaders. He always has been, but, and he knew that I knew what I was doing, but he wanted to hear my plan. And I had a plan. Um, and I, you know, I said, hey, you know, if I was a, an amazing painter, which by the way, I'm not, um, <laughs> we might be arguing about this more. I said, but this is photography. You know, there, there are aspects to fall back on in commercial photography where I can make a living, you know, and I can still do what I love. And, um, you know, I convinced him back then um, mm -hmm. I knew it was a risk opening the studio. Um, it was a financial risk. It was going to be a lot of time and effort. I had, you know, a baby in a playpen um, with my husband and I, you know, working on and renovating that studio space. And, um, but I like knew in my bones that was the only way I could grow. Mm -hmm. And I just pushed to make it happen. Um, I think we as women take the safe routes in life a lot of time. Um, especially if we're mothers. Especially if we're mothers. Mm -hmm. Because it's, you know, we're, we're always thinking about the people in our lives, which is a wonderful thing. You know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. But when you're not taking the risks, you're missing out on the big rewards. So you can be cautious in the risks you take, but don't, you know, don't ignore your instincts and pass up something that you, you know, you really are ready to make happen. So that would might be my biggest piece of advice. 
Well, you've given so many pieces of advice, actually, during this discussion. Um, authenticity, you know, um, risk-taking. So it, thank you so much, Chelsea. I, I, this was a beautiful, beautiful discussion, and I, I know that our audience is going to get so much out of it. So thank you for sharing yourself with us. Um, I wish you continued success in your business and in life. And I'm so lucky I get to witness it for a couple more years um, with our kids being at the same school. I know. So um, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. And folks, if you want to find out more about Chelsea's business, she will be in our business directory here on This Girl Puts Out. Um, But really, we thank you for sharing yourself with us this morning, Chelsea. Thank you. Well, Carm, thank you for for having, um, for giving me this opportunity and just for having this forum for for women. I think it's, I think it's going to be amazing for people. So, uh, thank thanks you. for putting yourself out there. Yeah, taking the risk for us. So, <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And for more stories about real life women, visit thisgirlputsout.com. dot